just waiting for 13 years, but Owen Marshall, one of our finest short story writers, has just put out a new collection, Return to Harukoa Bay. The characters in the more than 30 stories are often unnervingly familiar wherever they live and whatever their situation. That's part of Owen's magic touch as a writer of stories firmly planted here in Aotearoa. He's also a novelist, poet and anthologist with his name on the cover of some 30 books. Well, Duncan Smith reads from the title story Return to Harukoa Bay. Ivan and Nicky hadn't talked a lot about the days to be spent at Hakaroa Bay. But he knew there'd be some pretty serious stuff laid out. A reckoning, although neither had used the phrase. With Danny gone, the two of them could put their individual views of how life should play out with the welfare of their sons no longer paramount. It seemed better to both of them somehow to make decisions away from their home, in a neutral place, but one in which they'd been happy. Like representatives of the powers convening at Geneva or Brussels. Ivan smiled at the thought and lobbed stones into the small waves that flooded up the beach and then sucked back again, rustling the fine gravel. He knew Nicky would be resolved, sure in what she wanted. While he was caught in a curious apathy and had no cherished plan for the future, he would see how it turned out. He hoped there wouldn't be tears. He hated it when she cried, and she seldom did, probably because she knew that disarmed him. She wasn't into emotional blackmail. And we welcome Owen Marshall to Standing Room Only from his home in Timaru. Kia ora, Owen. Kia ora, Lynn, and thank you for the invitation to be on the programme. Of course. Well, I I couldn't resist it, to be honest. You kept us waiting a while um, for your latest short story collection, but you are a busy writer. Um, Have you been working on these stories kind of over that more than a decade, or, I don't know, do you prefer to concentrate as you would with a novel and and set aside X amount of time for a short story collection? Well, I did have um, a, a selection of short stories published last year, but they, they weren't news stories. And certainly this is the uh, first collection of news stories since Living as a Moon in 2009. And during the interval, I concentrated on novels for a change. I, I wrote several novels and also some poetry. And uh, I find it's good to test yourself in a variety of genres, particularly when you're a a professional writer, Um, I tend to be seen perhaps as a short story writer, which is interesting because my most commercially and critically successful books have actually been novels. Uh, But um, I do love the short story, and it's got a very um, honourable place in New Zealand literature. So I'm happy to move from one to the other. With, say, the the earlier stories that you wrote, Owen, did you revisit them and rework them, or do you not kind of put a a short story aside until you're really happy with it? Uh, I find with the the short stories that they tend to reflect, to some extent, the stage of my own life. A lot of my earlier stories were about boyhood and growing up in provincial New Zealand. Uh, And since then, I've travelled overseas and uh, had a greater experience. And so I think my, my stories, to some extent have kept pace with my own life in terms of characters and also setting. COVID-19 we find in your collection and double bubble was did you have to think <laughs> about did you have to think about including a story about COVID-19 because of course we're still in it it's still raw um, but but it is also 
what's affected our lives so strongly over the last you know, two and a half, three years? Yes, unfortunately, it has. It's 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 affected uh, you know the artistic community uh, just as much as uh, as uh, other areas in society, and it's it's been a damn nuisance, of course, for so many people. But I suppose one of the advantages of being a writer is that um, lockdown and COVID. Uh, hasn't prevented people from writing. It's made publication and distribution more difficult. But the writing can go on. Uh, some people have said to me, oh, well, you would have enjoyed um, the lockdown because you weighed in your own world writing. In fact, I didn't find that. I found it disconcerting, and I found it quite difficult to concentrate uh, on my writing. Uh, so it's, it's odd how things affect you. We love you particularly for writing about what you might call smaller everyday dramas. Last time you and I spoke, it was about coming home in the dark. You know, one of your really terrifying short stories turned into an equally terrifying movie. But really, these are little moments, like like Ivan and Nikki there on the beach had a successful marriage. It's coming to, to crunch time. Is that what you just particularly enjoy writing about? Yes, I do. I think um, characters are very important for me, motivation, human behaviour. I'm a realistic writer, and also I tend to explore uh, my own environment. I'm I'm quite happy to be seen as a regional or provincial writer, and I very much admire uh, people like Alice Munro and Annie Prue and John Cheever, who can enter into ordinary lives and make them extraordinary, make them interesting, because um, rather than car chases and, and murders and aliens and vampires, it's it's the it's the business of living for ordinary people that interests me and that I, I tend to pursue in my writing. As a novelist, also of course, you have a a, a backstory of a full story and a future for many of your characters. For the short story, we are with them for such a brief time. But for you as a writer, Owen. Again, say for, for characters like Ivan and Nikki, do you have a full backstory in mind and perhaps also a future for them, even though we are with them, as I say, quite briefly? Well, I think that's a good point, Lynn, because in many ways um, what the reader is exposed to is only the tip of the iceberg. The, the writer has a lot more information about all aspects of the novel or the short story. And that's needed to give weight and balance to what appears uh, on the page, just as the as the iceberg beneath the waves gives the stability to what's visible above it. And and although the short story has a um, only a few pages often to work on or to work with, the author has in fact amassed a lot of information. Uh, concerning the aspects that he or she is dealing with. Such a range of of people and situations and emo- emotions, Owen, that you take us through with these stories. I thought The Penguin Cat might be a nice one to talk about. And this is a bookseller, uh, a customer that they don't really know drops dead in the shop very suddenly. Um, and you create such a beautiful story. You know, this is something that lingers deeply in the minds of those affected by it. Um, but again, I think one of the lines I like, there'd never, never been a death in the shop before. And Kate and Toby were quite exhilarated by it. <laughs> well, I think one of the things which works well in literature is, is random occurrence. 
And in our lives, quite often we meet people tangentially, uh, things happen in a random fashion or accidentally, and yet they can be made to have significance. And, and in that story, uh, he didn't, the, the shopkeeper didn't know the person involved, and yet after his death, he comes to learn something of his life and his significance, uh, and also to be to be part of it in in a purely accidental manner. And life often works like that. We can't always predict what's going to happen uh, to ourselves or to other people, and that's part, I think, of the joy of experimenting in writing. Loneliness is a form of pain. The opening words from one of your stories, Koru Lounge, and actually loneliness you come back to quite a lot in there. I mean, it can be in a relationship. You can be your most lonely. Um, and uh, Rue de Paradis, you have um, Rosalind who's travelling, uh, you, you know, which usually is so exciting, but really it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lonely experience for her. This, this is something that you come back to quite a lot. Yes, well, Baxter said... Um Alone we are born and we die alone. And I think there's a certain sense of uh, isolation for the thinkers amongst us, perhaps particularly as the years go by, that although we, we, we have family that we love and people that we're very close to, there is a sense that we are making an individual journey through life. And I think we become perhaps more aware of that as time goes on. And that's an interesting stance sometimes to take in, in your view of what's happening to you. This joy that you have as a writer, be it uh, in your novels and your short stories, though, and imagining life as this kind of mind-bending range of people, different ages, genders, sexuality, situations, they're, they're all in here. Uh, I mean, that must be exciting for you, but I wonder how you, you can imagine to be such a bewildering range of people in these different situations. Well, to some extent, the writer can be a ventriloquist, I think, that you, you are putting yourself in the place of other people. Uh, people of a different gender, of a different uh, sexual orientation, a different class, a different background, uh, and, and you are trying to animate uh, that, that character and to understand that character and the, and the motivations concerned. And that, that's a very interesting challenge. Uh, sometimes it doesn't work, but nevertheless you have to test yourself. I, I think writers don't want to be producing the same thing all the time, even if it's been a success. I think writers like to test themselves uh, by moving off their own base of, of gender or or, or class or occupation and going elsewhere with different people in society and, and trying to experience their life and express something of it to the reader. Oh, and it's always a joy. Thank you so much. Lovely to talk to you. Thank you very much, Lynn. All the best. Return to Harukoa Bay is the name of Owen Marshall's new short story collection and it's published by Random House NZ Vintage.